Welcome to Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Cyber and the Antioch Movement. Whether this is your first time with us or you've been with us for a while now, our desire is that by the end of our time together, you can say that you've fallen more in love with Jesus and have a greater passion for Him and His purposes in the earth. Thanks so much for joining us. We hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Well, hey, everybody, welcome to Passion and Purpose again today. Um, man, you're in for a real treat today because I uh, had the privilege of having Steve Addison on before. Steve uh, not only loves Jesus with all his heart, but he loves the body of Christ and he loves the move of God around the world. And he's written several books. And we're going to get a chance just to reconnect with Steve and his most um, recent book, God's Story, 40 Days from Genesis to Revelations. And so if you're listening to this podcast, we're going to go through Genesis to Revelations, man, in 20 minutes or whatever, uh, all jokes aside. Um, Steve, it is great to have you, brother, and just so grateful. And man, the last time we talked, we were at a hotel room at yeah. GACX, which is a global uh, consortium of agencies from around the world, church planting. And um, remember us sitting in a hotel room talking about movements and what God's doing. But on a personal level, man, yeah. we are been a crazy year. That would be an understatement. How are you doing personally? What's God been doing in the midst of it? Catch us up and then let's dive into what God's doing now. Well, on, on, on the upside, you know, this is my COVID book. Um, yes, after a few is. months of, of madly jumping on Zoom and training and coaching, I said, Lord, what's this, this uh, shutdown about? Mm -hmm. And one of the things, the major things was uh, the book that I'd had on my heart for a number of years. Um, on the challenge side, you know, a week, a week before Christmas, we we're sort of just about to head off on holidays because it's summer here in Australia. And um, uh, my wife, Michelle, was diagnosed with bowel cancer. Mm. Um, she'd had about a year of abdominal pain. And all of a sudden, you know, uh, the scan has shown it up and they're saying, get to the hospital now. The next morning they operated successfully. Um, but now she's in a uh, you know, a cycle of chemotherapy uh, till about June. So it's, you know, she, you, you die young at a hundred in her side of the family. Wow. Know? Okay. Um, so big shock to the system. She's very fit and, and, and typically healthy. So, you know, it's been, been a challenge, but God has been amazingly at work. You know, in the midst of all that, uh, we've got a, uh, four kids and one of them, the youngest one, 28-year-old young man, uh, Lachlan, uh, turned and, and believed in Christ. You know, we, Lockie and I had been meeting on and off for about a year doing Discovery Bible, and he'd been, had a lot of questions he was wrestling with, and um, he was just gloriously saved. And Thank you. He and uh, I and, and his sister, who came back to the Lord a couple of years ago, we baptized him in the ocean. Um, wow. And, uh, so we had a wonderful, wonderful time in that. So, you know, some challenges, some joys, uh, yeah. but God's faithful, Jimmy. God is faithful. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's I think that's where all of us are. Right. It's so difficult to at times make sense of crisis cancer i mean these devastating things and then there's always that deep belief that okay god in the midst of this 
there's going to be good. We just don't mm. know. We, we can't always determine what that goodness is going to look like. We just know that it's got to be true because, again, uh, you and your wife, of course, your hearts are always in for Jesus. But what a delight for her. What a high mm. point, not just for you, but for, yeah. for her, because again, there's nothing like parents contending for their kids. And uh, man, what a beautiful victory. And hey, you just yeah. you just said that he's not only just come to Jesus and got baptized, yeah. but he's active in his faith. What's he what's he doing? Yeah, well, he he hooked up with uh in his teens, he uh was part of a youth group. So uh it's a church plant, um, you know, in a in a needy area amongst uh in an area with a lot of refugees and migrants. And so he's hooked up with his mate, and uh they're a part of a church meeting in a home and he's doing discipleship and sharing his faith and it's a really solid commitment you know because i've i've seen the journey he's been on yes. and it's just wonderful thank you yeah. jesus so maybe this, maybe this stuff's got to work in in our own lives hasn't it jimmy it's not Absolutely. just in yeah. the books but you know it was just great knowing um with him as we went a bit of the journey, you know, I, I, I don't have to be the dad telling him what to do. I'm, we're just going to point to the scriptures and, and discover together who Jesus is and allow the word and the spirit to do their work on his heart. Yeah. And maybe, maybe I like just to pause at these moments and just say, look, it's never too late. Whoever you're mm -hmm. contending for right now, a brother, a sister, a yeah. mother, a father, Jesus, we pray today, right mm -hmm. now, off the yeah. faith that we're experiencing, would you multiply that out mm -hmm. and bring back the prodigals? God, save mm -hmm. those who are lost. We ask God, put hope in every heart that's listening. Yeah. In yeah. Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. Well, so, uh, hey, you know, God has used you to identify and share the stories uh, of what God's doing around the world, but you took a little different tack here and uh, this isn't just the stories that are happening. This is the stories that carry all of us through the scriptures. Mm. So, uh, Steve, why did you feel a need to do this book uh, after being kind of an, an historian and a revivalist and pointing us to the present? Why did it, uh, what kind of drew you to take us to the past? Yeah, well, I um, somehow I, I got captivated by that story of Jesus with the two disciples on the Emmaus road, you know, he sort of springs out from behind the bushes and oh, here I am. <laughs> and, and then he's back with his disciples uh, in Jerusalem, uh, all in Luke 24, Acts 1. And it hit me because, you know, he rises victorious from the grave and confronts a band of disciples that are, are just a scattered rabble. You know, they've let him down. They've denied him. And these are the people he's going to send to the ends of the earth post-Pentecost, you know. And often we think, well, yeah, so let me break in on you. Yeah. So these guys are confused, scattered. Jesus shows up. They don't even know it's him. And this is the crowd he's working with. So yeah. I know you're going there, but just tell me, why does he work with such a random group of people when there's more qualified people to work with because um and that's why i called called the book your your part in god's story uh, it's, it's god's story and and he chooses ordinary people mm -hmm. um 
broken people, uh, failed and sinful people, but he doesn't leave them there. Mm. And so I was just captivated by, well, what does he do? He's, you know, Luke tells us he's got 40 days to turn this rabble into a missionary movement. So wow. wait a minute, this has got to be important. And, you know, if the risen Lord appeared right now, um, uh, Jimmy, I, I, I think we'd both want to hear from him. We just ask him questions. We just just talk, Jesus. Just talk. You know, we take it down. Well, that's not his plan. He says, "Guys, get out your your Old Testaments. Well, get out your Bibles. Right. We're going to go from Genesis to Malachi. Right. Um, we're going to have a we're going to have a Bible study, and I'm going to show you why the Messiah had to come and suffer and die. Uh, I'm going to teach you about the, his resurrection. It's all there, and and I'm going to help you understand the core missionary task. That's what he's doing when he takes him from Genesis to Malachi. Mm. And so it, the Spirit's coming. So he brings them, you know, to the living word of God. And, and that helps them understand. But it's not just a mind thing. It says he opens their mind to understand. And then at the end of the journey with the Emmaus uh, guys, their hearts are burning. And then the spirit comes in power and then the mission begins. So I thought, okay, this is how we did it. It's a word, the spirit, the core missionary task. You know, well, why don't I go that journey from Genesis to Revelation? So I did that for a few years. This is how I write books. I just get obsessed by something and I have no idea why. Uh, and I'm just reading and rereading. I'm studying. Um, and the lights are going on. I, you know, I'm seeing the connections. And I thought, well, why don't I help others go that journey? You know, with the confidence Jesus rose from the dead. And we can go from Genesis to Revelation. He will open our minds to understand and he'll set our hearts on fire. So it's not so much his, you know, it is good sound stuff that we've covered. But yeah. we're trusting the risen Lord Jesus will walk with people. Yeah. So, um, you know, the, the amazing thing about the scriptures is no matter how long you've studied them, I still get the aha, you know, like, how could I have missed that? I mean, I, I've read, I'm familiar with the Genesis story. I'm familiar with the Exodus. But those aha moments that come by revelation, that's why we believe the scriptures are an active living revelatory yeah. book right because we still get the aha. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. so steve as you kind of took that journey uh genesis to revelations give me like a blow away from the old testament something that just kind of went whoa i can't believe that that attaches to that which makes sense for today G give me a give me a yeah. moment. well you you know every, everything is in genesis one to three yeah. Uh, um, hey, listen, anybody listening, Steve, I know you probably don't listen to my podcast that much. I start that way almost every really uh, <laughs> series that we do. Open your Bibles, because if you get the first three chapters yeah. right, if you understand that, everything else makes sense. But if yeah. you don't get that, yeah. you can't. All right. You got me fired up. Exactly. You, you can share with me. Preach back to me. <laughs> so everything's in Genesis 1 to 3. Yes. And just, <laughs> you know. The living God speaks and the whole universe comes into existence effortlessly. 
you know, it's he creates by his word. The spirit is hovering over the waters. You know, God is is absolute. And yet what's what's all this building, all of this creation day by day is building to the creation of humanity on day six. Who are alone in the man and the woman are his image bearers. And they're meant, you know, Eden is this sort of temple garden where, where, where humanity meets with God. But beyond the garden, there's still some chaos and, and you know, he's left it sort of un, unmanaged or un, undeveloped, so to speak. And they're meant to push out the boundaries of Eden throughout the whole creation. Right. And as they go as his image bearers, they're bringing glory to God. Yes. You know, that, that's how... Great, and and this is why I say your you know God's story, your part in it. They have a part to play, hmm. and then the terrible tragedy where they place their word above God's word. Yes, and 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 believers, Christians, even Christian leaders are still doing that today. Yes, you know, exactly. has God's word said this about marriage or sex or whatever? So the whole trouble begins with a denial of the goodness and truthfulness of God. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I could keep going on, but but then of the course. grace of God, the grace of God, his judgment is meant to subject the creation to fruit futility, okay, in order to drive us to his mercy. Yes. And and yes. so all of that, and then finally, this promise at the end that the redeemer will come the descendant of the woman, the seed of the woman, and he will crush the serpent's head, you know. Well, that's going, that, those themes are going throughout the whole of Scripture, and then right. they come to a crescendo, crescendo in the book of Revelation. Um, right. It's a wonderful, wonderful story. One story that unites all the stories of Scripture. So, uh, so uh, of course, man, I'm like all in. Let's do it. I'm with you. And um, I think that the if there's anything coming out of this past year and the dialogue, especially in the Western world, that has become so humanistic, you know, mm. by, by nature, right? That questioning is like the holy grail. If I'm a good, good if I question everything, that's more holy than believing the simplicity of the gospel, yeah. the authority of the word of God. And it's constantly leading us in a ditch, personally or otherwise, and just world history, right? Mm. So if you're, if this book, uh, you know, I love it. It's God's story, bringing us back to a 40-day journey through the scriptures. Mm. But Steve, what, what, do you, what, what would you say to somebody, um, again, that's needing a renewal of heart, renewal of mind? Mm. What is the motivation to use the scriptures to get that? You know what I'm mm. saying? Like, like mm. challenge. What? What? How do you challenge people to get into the scriptures as a catalyst for revelation for their mm. lives? Yeah. Well, I, I, and this is where we start the book in the introduction. I just start with that Emmaus road journey yeah, and the right. appearance in Jerusalem and the promise that the living, risen Lord Jesus will walk with you. Mm. Uh, in this journey. He's done it for his disciples. Right. Uh, he's going to do it for us. Mm. Um, and so it's not just a bite. There's, there's time just to study. Okay. 
yeah. but it's it's not first of all a study i've i've tried to keep all you know to for me to have done the study so i know what the key themes and i'm just pointing and out here and there but we want the word to speak yes and i i would suggest that people um do the 40-day challenge individually, you know, set aside whether it's 40 consecutive days or you go Monday to Friday. And then once a week, just get together with a, a group of people who are doing it uh, for about an hour and a half and just share the learning, share where you're up to, do one of the studies and go again. You know, typically they're going to take about 30 to 40 minutes each day of the 40 days. Yeah. But allow the living word of God through the power of the Holy Spirit to do its work in you. And in that sense, you know, you come to it with an expectation that, you know, it's like day by day, this word is going to go deeper in me. Yeah. yeah. And then it gives you the confidence. Oh, I've, I've dropped into, you know, the prophets on, on two or three or four key decisive moments, you know, and then I've dropped in on Revelation. I've dropped in, you know, on Genesis. Well, I can go back to some of those books now because I have a sense of the flow of the thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that would be my encouragement to people. Yeah, I think I think what one and, and just you're saying it, maybe I'll say it in the way that I like to say it. And that is that the amazing thing about the Bible is that the author actually sits with you. Mm. Yeah. And guides you through it. You know, many times we want what was Tolkien thinking or what was, yeah. you know, some great writers, what were they thinking? If I could just have them sitting by me and explain mm -hmm. everything in depth. Well, through the Holy Spirit, we can mm -hmm. sit down with this. But actually, if you don't take that approach, you won't understand it or you won't get out of it what God intends. It's not an intellectual study, though there's a very intellectually stimulating <laughs> part of it. It is a partnership study. I'm, mm. I'm saying, Holy Spirit, now come and reveal the Father. Come reveal the purpose of God. Open up my eyes to see. And there is, there is a, because it's a supernatural book done with the supernatural God, it then uh, becomes uh, revelation, which then becomes truth, which then becomes something we can stand on versus yeah. you know, an intellectual book or mm. uh that, that, that just people are looking at. So we're not presenting, um, hey, this is one of many books, that uh, spiritual books that we'd like to recommend. We're saying the living God who is present now hmm. used these writers and wrote his divine word to us and would like to reintroduce us again to the revelation of who he is through this book. Yeah. And that's what makes the Bible. It's yeah outstanding it's unique it's it's other and even though even if you didn't believe the 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 truths in there are examples for life but the uniqueness of it is it's revelation for the heart right on a personal level um yeah but it, it comes with a warning jim jimmy okay. um uh, the warning is jesus is getting them ready for the coming of the holy spirit in power mm. and when they've got the word and the spirit you know they're going to hit the ground running they're going to the ends of the earth wow so jesus not just got his you know old testament hermeneutics class exegetical sure. class right he's he's i got 40 days 
to give them all. And and for some reason, he 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 didn't give them, you know, like a church constitution or a manual. <laughs> he just said, you know, let me give you what the Father gave me: His living word, the Holy Spirit, and the core missionary task: go make disciples of the nations. Off you go. And That's so. Enough. Yeah. The, the, but if the call comes to us as the call of the risen Lord Jesus, then what better could there, what better things could we do with our lives? And and so it's got to be more than because he he had them three years. He's teaching and training, but now the scales are coming off their eyes, and yeah. um and and that's what we can trust Jesus to do for us if. If we're willing to hear his word and obey it. Amen. 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 So, all right. So here we are. It's 2021. Mm. Um, things aren't getting better since 2020 necessarily in the external. Um, but um, our hope is full and ripe because we are not only believers, but we have the word of God. Mm. We have a now moment in history where God's moving. What is your, just kind of leave, wrap up some thoughts with us. What's your faith or maybe a practical stirring that you currently have prophetically? What are you, what are you excited about? If people get a hold of this, take this journey, of course, personal outcome, but, but what are you, what are you working towards believing God for in this hour uh, right now? Well, I think um, one, one thing that's exciting is all, all around the world, um, there are move, multiplying movements. We're tracking well over like 1,300 of them um, that are getting to fourth generation and beyond disciples and churches. Uh, I'm excited we're in the West. It's slower going, but we're seeing fruit. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I've been very troubled by this Genesis to Revelation journey because you begin to see, especially in the prophets, um, but continually throughout history, that he's creator and Lord of history. You right. know, COVID is a bump in the road as far as God's oh, concerned. In world history, and, a very small bump, right. And in his love and compassion, he will shake the nations. Mm -hmm. And he'll, he'll start with those nations that have had most light. Right. You know, we think, well, Lord, why didn't those other other uh, communistic nations or something? Well, he's he's going to shake the West. He already is. Mm -hmm. And that is going to help unsettle our hearts. Now, I, I, I don't have the good news is, Jim, Jimmy, I don't have uh, control of, of of the events of history, but um, it gives us confidence when sometimes we feel like the contextual factors are so against us. Well, God laughs at those things. Um, yeah. And so there will be a harvest, but it may come at a great price. So we need to be ready and um, doing uh, the very things that are required to see multiplying movements in, of disciples and churches. And then we need to partner where that's happening, where life's harder. It's happening all around the world right now, uh, even in, in the Muslim world. So this, this confidence, you know, we, we have this sort of wishy-washy view of God that permissively he'll just let us sort of drive the car off the cliff. <laughs> no, uh, he's going to put some roadblocks in our way, and he's already doing that. He's already, uh, sh and, 
And I'd say my word of encouragement, what, 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 whatever way you fall, I don't mean you personally, but in terms of the, the political stuff, the culture wars, all of that, just realize they're not the main game. Yes. God's story and our part in it is the main game. I discipline myself to stay out of that stuff. You know, it's important. It is important. Sure. But the main game is the gospel leading to discipleship, leading yes. to communities of believers who are learning to obey the Lord Jesus and and headed to the ends of the earth. That's that's I mean, the last scene of Revelation, we go to Revelation three times. You know, that, that those last few scenes, you know, what is it that standing before God, every tribe, every tongue, every nation, um, they're worshipping the lamb that was slain. That's the heart of the story. So we need to find our part in it. Amen. So, again, it's called Your Part in God's Story, 40 Days from Genesis to Revelation, and they can do 40 days of the journey, right? Personally, as we said, uh, or get together with groups. And again, these are just tools that God provides to wake us up in hours of confusion and hours of questioning, just as the disciples were. We're no different than they were walking down the road today. Everybody's walking around a bit dazed, a bit confused, mm. what the mm. answer is. And this book takes that same scenario, inserts how Jesus handled it for his guys mm -hmm. to propel them, not just to survive right now, but to be on mission right now. Yeah. And that's the yeah. ultimate outcome for all of us. So that's what I love about you. That's what I love about your writings. It's all unto the glory of God yeah. and unto the mission of God. And uh, man, I just want to admonish everybody that's listening to grab this tool and yeah. run with it. Um, because again, this isn't the most unique hour in history it is history repeating itself again man is lost man can't control life man doesn't know which way's up society's struggling but god is speaking mm. listening. and i think that's yeah. what we're both about so yeah. lord do that so i want to pray for you right thanks now as we wrap up our time so lord we do i pray that we would hear you and see you as the guys on the road to Emmaus, they didn't even understand what they were hearing and seeing, but their hearts were stirred, and it began to propel them forward uh, for hope and faith and strengthening, and then propel them to the mission of God. I know that's Steve's life work. It's our heart as well through this podcast. So Spirit of the living God, wake us up in these 40 days. Wake us up to the Word of God. Wake us up to the purpose of God. And we pray in this hour, would you release a missional movement in the midst of the chaos that is unprecedented in history, specifically for the Western world, the reawakening in the shaking, we pray in Jesus' name. And for all those listening, we pray for Steve's wife, Michelle. Uh, mm -hmm. We thank you, Lord, that they identified it, they removed it. Now, Lord, mm -hmm. I pray that you would heal it and restore this body to full strength. We yeah. pray that the chemo would only take out what is wrong and her immune system we built up with what is right. We pray, mm -hmm. Lord, that her latter days would be greater than her former. We pray this would be a renewal of heart, renewal of mind, and full healing to her body. And we just mm -hmm. rejoice 
and what you're doing in Steve's family and his sons and his daughter's lives. And we pray with he and Michelle and agree that in the midst of this trial, you'd bring healing, not only to her physical body, but to this whole family, protect them, empower them and visit them by the Holy Spirit. We pray in Jesus name. Amen. Bless you, Jimmy. Thank you. Well, bless you, my brother. So good to see you. So good to connect with you and um, uh, excited about this new book. And I pray that everybody gets it and then multiplies it out with everyone around them. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Seibert and the Antioch Movement. For more information, please visit jimmycybert.com and antioch.org. We'll see you next time.